everybody. Welcome to Insufferable Bastards. My name is Carlos Danger for the purposes of this broadcast, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Brian Spears. Hello, Brian. Hello, hello. This is episode 244 of the Insufferable Bastards, by the way, making a return appearance to the show. You might know him as the writer, director, and everything else of Mondo Creepy, a horror-hosted show on YouTube, Mr. Matt Maisto. Hello, Matt. Hello. Greetings and salutations. So we are recording this on uh, Friday, June 24th at about 8.30 in the p.m. When we checked in with Matt last week, he was getting ready to shoot a new episode of Mondo Creepy to be available later this summer on YouTube. Is it still happening, Matt? It's happening next week. Next week. Okay, all right. <laughs> Is there some uh, was some documentation? Somebody didn't have their papers? I don't know what was – I don't even want to know, but good for you. A little from column A, a little from column B. There we go. All right, Not so my like, fault, though. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know if you want to – I don't know if you want to say that out loud, but all right, here we go. So like I said, episode 244, we're going to be talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi, the Disney Channel. I'm going to call it Disney Channel. I don't care if people don't like that. The Disney Channel show that just wrapped up its first and I guess one of one season a couple of days ago, right? I, I guess there's been some debate as to whether there will be a season two or if this was just a one and done. But I'll just say right up front, maybe I'll go first because we're all going to go around and talk about this thing, the good, the bad, and the ugly I thought this show was thoroughly mediocre. And I know when I say something like that, the very small audience that we have for Insufferable Bastards will say things like, I mean, they'll respond. They'll say things like, you're a wet blanket. You're just an old man shaking your, 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 your fists at the sky. You're a contrarian. You're just a dark cloud, et cetera, et cetera. And I do not deny any of that. All of that is true. But... With Kenobi, I actually took the time to listen to other podcasters and read some reviews and check out some stuff online from people who actually had a positive experience with this show. I talked to, for instance, this guy Dave Leonard from my neck of the woods up here in Derby, Connecticut. He's the co-host of a show called Two Dudes Talking Disney, which people should search and check out for all things Disney, not just Marvel and Star Wars. Parks, everything, everything Disney. People so anyway, love Disney, man. People he, love Disney stuff. Yeah, his podcast is. It's. I mean, it it, it kind of pains me to say this, but gets a lot more listens than than we do from what I see. But anyway, he he brought up like a theme, a comment that I've heard over and over again with this Kenobi thing, and basically it's look, it may not be the best thing since sliced bread. It is what it is, but at the end of the day, it's new Star Wars content. It takes me back into the Star Wars universe, and I'll take it. And for that, I'm grateful to have this new stuff. And I guess I agree to that. I agree to a certain extent. And then I listened to Super Retro Throwback Reviews. That's our pal Steven Christina of uh, Connecticut, another Connecticut-based podcast, which recently won a uh, Reader's Award from the New London Day newspaper up here again in Connecticut. He gave Kenobi 10 out of 10 stars, and he brought up some interesting factoids, I guess I'll call them, things I had never thought of. You know, I won't go really into what they are because it would take me a little time to explain. But he also did a live stream with this guy, I wrote down his name, Brandon Powers, that guy's of the Dorkening Network, right? So the two of them were on a live stream on Facebook just the other day. 
And they talked about things like the way Kenobi says Darth to Darth Vader in that very last episode. And of course, we should say, and I guess I should have said spoilers. If you have not watched the whole season, you should turn this off. But the way he says Darth to Vader in Kenobi connects gets, to the way he says it in the original Star Wars movie. Connects, and that's an important point. It connects to the way he says it in in Star Wars One. That's what we're going to call it. I'm, I, that's what I'm not calling it. Star Wars, a new. I hope. never call it a new hope. I just call it Star Wars. That's yeah, that's that's Wars. what type of rebels we are. So I guess my point is, and I realize I'm rambling, and I'll shut up in a second. I think from what I saw, when people go to the positives of this show, when they you immediately ask them, did you like it? They're responding to sort of the Star Wars universe and its timeline as a giant puzzle piece, right? If you think of a jigsaw puzzle. And Kenobi is this latest thing. It's a little piece of the puzzle that just fits nicely into the overall puzzle. It doesn't really have anything to do with its story or its character development or anything like that. It's just satisfying to have something like this out there. It's like the way, you know, you, I, I watch YouTube earwax videos, people who have impacted ear, ear earwax stuff. You ever, you ever see that? It's very satisfying mm -hmm. that when they pop oh, yeah. that, that giant wad of earwax out of there. So, and, and so, so I get that. What I'm trying to say is I, I, get, I also get that. So those are the two positives I've heard about this show. It's sort of satisfying. It's new Star Wars content. But for me, like the negatives, like the deep flaws of this show totally outweigh any, any positives. And what I'll say is right side. before Matt says Sorry. anything, I will say that I'm going to shut up now because we can come back to me about what I thought was wrong with the show. But I want to turn it over to Matt for Mondo Creepy because for the purposes of this broadcast, Matt, you're kind of the resident Star Wars expert. You're the guy that- God help us all. You've hung in there. You've hung in there with us. You know more than me and Brian Fair about enough. this. And what I also like about Matt, and I'm kind of going, I, I did write a little script. I'm going off script right now. Our last episode, we chronicled something like 60 HBO shows from 1997 to 2022. And we knew a lot of them. Matt, who reads comic books, who knows Star Wars, who's a horror fan, was able to go one for one with you and I, Brian, yeah. on all those HBO shows. I only point that out because one thing I saw in the reaction to our show on Twitter, there were a lot of comic book people and Marvel fans who basically, they took some exceptions to, to our picks, but the, they hadn't watched the vast majority of the HBO shows. So I'll just say, Matt's a guy who sees and does it all. He doesn't just concentrate on one genre. So anyway, yeah. that's a long way Thank of saying, you. let's hear what Matt has to say about Kenobi. I've been waiting for this all week. Well, getting back to the point you mentioned about the puzzle pieces, for me, the flip side of that is that this show was an answer to a question that nobody asked. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as the quality of it goes, I will give it an overall mediocre, but that's because it kind of balances out where I thought the show started off very poorly. And I thought it ended, particularly the last episode, it ended strong uh, with a couple episodes here and there with, with sort of mixed results in the middle. So it just kind of evens out right in the middle. 
What about Matt in terms of some of the positives of this show? Because I do get sensitive because we're we're like I mean we're insufferable bastards. I shouldn't be sensitive to the fact that there we're... wasn't any. <laughs> That's Brian. I mean, and then please send me the hate mail because you're all I don't know. You always like, say that you get a Twitter account, man. Get off your get well, off your Instagram high horse well, and come get come, come into the trenches with us on Twitter. I'm just saying, well, it's because I don't want to hear these guys. They're, it's like, grow no, up. no, wait, 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 I, wait. Wow. Oh, oh, God. Now you're insulting them. I'm, I'm not overall the, the, the listen, the, I, I'm oh, a guy. I have. A, you're misrepresenting guys, guys, what I'm saying, but I, I'm saying it because I said it wrong. This is a guy that has I have a land speeder at 45 years old. I went out and bought a land speeder. You know, I mean, I have one like I, I mean, well, like I, one you can you can ride in personally or like no, a toy, like, like like a little kid could ride in. I don't have any kids. I just bought Is a that mask. a Boba Fett mask behind you. Yes, Adam? I make my own Mandalorians. I'm I'm a star. I oh, love I also stars. have a Bo I have the Boba Fett doll behind that coffee cup. I, I am no one can a, see. you know, the original Star Wars. I realize we all are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I we should not, point that out. I am also not. Unlike like Marvel, I could give a crap about Marvel. I mean, I, they've been good to me here and there, and I've enjoyed some of the stuff. I second that motion. Um, I am just more. I will always give Star Wars the, the chance. Me too. Yes. And, and 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 it's listen. It's because we grew up playing with the toys. Our it's like irrational. I don't even know why I prefer Star Wars over Marvel. But, but I, like, I, I mean, I think this is your childhood. But but it's, it's more Matt, of your childhood Matt, than Marvel was. Matt, That's why. Matt mentioned this when we did Boba Fett. I think it's like. The reason Boba Fett didn't do, in our mind, as good as Mandalorian is because it never beat the the dreams or the uh, imagination we had in our sandbox of being Boba Fett and playing with those figures. So I filled in these gaps for Obi-Wan, but I didn't need this gap filled in. Like, this is the problem. Yeah. Like, they're giving me too much information. I would have rather just seen him be on an epic journey, and it could have been Boba Fett. I didn't need this close to what we know and i do think oh i, I agree i agree and yeah. i think there's so much fan service and i get it i get it we all want to live our childhood but we got to grow up also i don't think there was anything of substance that like there's no i don't know the bad guys were the bad guys like there's nothing like i don't know there's nothing oh i think i can bounce off with what you're saying like like a metaphor wait. about real world about this it just felt like this was made by corporations for court like to oh, just i have so much to say more, to this yeah. more to me it felt like a glorified fan film yeah yeah i don't need like and again guys i love i can run upstairs i have a broken obi-wan from 1977 he's got the blue underwear on I, he's naked of course i have i have well, i have course star wars. i'm sorry i have star wars stuff everywhere i like star wars holds a place in my heart. I do remember. I can yeah. attest to that because I remember being a little kid in like 1979 going out of Brian's house because we grew up two houses away from each other. Brian had Star Wars wallpaper and Star yeah, Wars like sheets. I, like when we were very, those I are my earliest memories. I still have my sheets. As I have my sheets upstairs. They're on the, 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 the bed upstairs. I oh, just, wait, let's wait. Hold on, guys, because we're, we're going right into the negative because I had tried to ask Matt. I'm trying to do the new insufferable bastards. All right, all right. Matt, what was positive about it? What did you like, like I about I said, there were, there were episodes. I thought it ended strong. I thought the, the last episode gave everybody, when it comes to fan service, what they wanted, which personally, I really didn't need another showdown between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi, but you got it, and it was well executed. Um, was it? 
the, the the lightsaber battle was well executed more so than it was in the previous episode where you had Darth Vader doing force Kung Fu with that his was hands. Really, yeah. Cause Matt, we, we talked about this in the, in the Facebook chat a little bit. Yeah. You have Shaw brothers, Darth Vader there. And that first, was that the first yeah. confrontation he had with uh, Obi-Wan or was it, a, was it with Reva where he did Reva. that? Yeah. Reva. Yeah. Sorry. Reva, that was, Reva. that, that was, inexplicably awful the way Darth Vader is doing his hand like he's doing like hey we're supposed to be I positive. didn't mind it the five I, I, didn't, I know but he brought that up but what he did is positive which is like the ending is strong now we're back to being insufferable with, bastards with, my issue with with kung fu with force kung it fu never happened before is that it never happened before if it had been that from the very first movie I've been like, okay, this is how the force works. But you've yeah. never seen that before, and you've never saw it again. And Double now all of a sudden you're telling me Saturdays. Yeah, and now you're telling me that you know the ten years before the original Star Wars movie, Darth Vader was able to do all this incredible stuff, but you've never seen him do it before. You know why is he doing it now, and why didn't he do it later on? Also, isn't like it Darth doesn't Vader, match. Like literally, like one of the most famous villains of all time. Yeah. You know, if big... you look, if you, I mean, I personally think Rogue One is one of the, the best Star Wars movies. If you look at that, mm -hmm. that scene at the end mm -hmm. of Rogue One, when Darth Vader comes in, that's what Darth Vader is all about. That completely fulfilled all of my expectations and needs of what Darth Vader personifies exactly. and is. I agree. Uh, it's like to do it any other way other than is... him being a total badass and, and killing everybody so in the room. Too yes. much. They He's, showed him he, too much. They yes, took his power. He should be the shark in Jaws. I was going to say, Darth Vader, the, the better. They gave us, he, they, they didn't give us Jaws. They gave us a uh, deep blue sea. That was the other <laughs> part. You know what I'm saying? Wow. <laughs> yes, I agree. Wow, we're all on the same page here. And again, we all want to love and fear Darth Vader, but yeah. it's just too much. Too I didn't, much. you didn't need Darth Vader. Listen, I will say the one positive I can give this is as much as I hated Leia towards the end of the season, she grew on me a little bit more because like she got less annoyed. Yes, they toned it down. She wasn't she as in your sassy. Face. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. first and there was episode, a lot less of her as well. They, that first episode, they really like overloaded her smartness and yeah. explaining the entire plot of something we didn't need. I also, it just did. I mean, this is. I mean, I guess it's new canon. We didn't need this fight. It I was. Know. We never needed this. This whole show, it didn't break canon, but it came real close. It like came to that edge of breaking canon. And especially if you go back to the original Star Wars film, the, the infamous oh, help me Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope mm. speech, where, you know, she said, years ago, you served my father in the Clone War. She doesn't say, and you helped me out and you saved yeah. my life and you saved me from the from the yeah. from the bass player that was wearing stuffed animal pants secret. Come on. in the Young MC video. She'd be calling him Uncle Ben. You know what I mean? He'd be Uncle Ben Kenobi at that point. And you told right. me who my parents kind of were. And can you please help me again? Yeah, that I well, I do think I mean, the major flaw of the show for me in terms of killing any suspense is the fact that it had Darth Vader and that it had Princess yeah. Leia because, you know, they're not going to well, it's not like they're going to die. You know, Kenobi's not going to die. You had right. So that killed where there's no, there's no, nothing's propelling the narrative forward. I will say like, also you think it's 2022 streaming television and, and all the different shows that are on HBO and yellow jackets on Showtime and all those Severance. different. The writing right. could have been better. Well, we're in this sort of continuous golden age of Star content. Wars. 
Uh, right. And then if you compare, and this is where it, maybe it's not fair to do, but like just last week, we did again, almost 60 shows over 25 years. And then you take this Kenobi, where does it compare to that? And it's clearly a C tier show. It's and not, not only as, that, it's the it, WB. I, I think yeah. you have to compare it to all the other streaming shows that are on right now. If you, especially, I think the summer streaming shows are really trying to make a run for replacing the summer movie. If you look at what Netflix is doing with Stranger Things, Stranger if you look things, at what yeah. Amazon's doing with The Boys, this is their big summer far superior show. And both of those shows, in terms of quality, are far superior. And but then I'll also say, way okay, better written. They're so bad. Like the boys, everything is, about them. The boys, which I hope we talk about on a later episode when that ends. It is like being, it's subversive. It's smart. I mean, we don't need to be graphic. I understand. I want an R-rated Star Wars. I understand. I don't need that. But I'm just, it's not like, it's. But you have to compare it to those other shows. Yeah. I mean, it's well, not they're putting out, this is their summer offering. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing where I think Disney maybe has lost its way a little bit. I have, I think they're nine years old and 11 years old, approximately. They're right, they're right around there, yeah. my two children. I had to kind of force my son to sit down and watch Kenobi. And you know what they're watching? Not only are they, are they just watching Stranger Things, they spend all day on YouTube looking up all the Stranger Things memes because there's this entire, all the kids, Stranger Things, that's my kids' Star Wars. Yes. So yes. I think, I don't know if the, and I'm just totally, of course, speculating on nothing but my hypothesis here. I get the feeling, because Brian, you said it's, it's made by committee. I get the feeling that there is, it's like made, like they're trapped in a bucket, the creators of, of Kenobi, because they have there to appeal. There is a Star Wars story group that oversees everything that yes. Star Wars they have to, They have to appeal to everyone. They're not necessarily, and we've argued this before that, well, because Brian, you said the problem with Return of the Jedi was that that was the first kids Star Wars. And yeah. I agree with you. And yeah. I would say this, it's not, it's not made for kids, but it's made to appeal to everyone, everyone. which makes it's, it's it bland. Not, see, it's which not makes so it much bland. that it's the other thing. And I think part of the reason why we're not necessarily connecting to it as opposed to people slightly younger to us is that a lot of this show is very much steeped in the prequel movies. Yeah. We did not grow up with the prequel or, movies. Or we just I, didn't. I think, well, yeah. I think, I, I think actually, I, I don't think there are people younger than, I think their, their, their audience, they're, they're, they're making the show for, I think a smaller audience than we think, because I can and tell you that. And that's why I think they should Young do a people are job. not into this. Young people are not into this show at all. It's probably people our age and, and younger yes. who like, I mean, the, the well, small when I majority say younger, of people. I'm saying people 10 to 15 years younger than us, because for them, uh, the prequels is their Star Wars. Somebody yes. who's like 30 years old, mm. 25 years old, their Star Wars is the prequels. Although does it, because like, I've, I, I, don't, I don't know if I completely agree with that based on what I'm seeing, uh, in the way young people, truly young people are responding to stranger things. I don't know if there's that same love. I mean, I see all the prequel memes on Reddit. I mean, those are all people a little older. I'm just saying it does. I don't think those prequels hold anyone's heart the way those original three but do. Carlos, with the general. But we're getting off. We're getting off. We're getting off topic here. But, Sorry, but Carlos, just to go back to your what you're kind of saying. That's why I just want a better Star Wars. Make it. For they my they age can take. Room. Yeah, my and you can my, take that risk and be a little edgier yeah. at the end and, of the day. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. If you look at Stranger Things and how successful that is, and I would say it is it's heads and shoulders better 
even than Kenobi. If you look and it's, the- it has some violence. It has some, it call, you know, yes, it has callbacks. It's such a better show. Star Wars could take more risks than this bland vanilla yes. stuff and fan service. And because he said the line, uh, hello there, that's supposed to be, that's supposed to somehow, who cares? That's a prequel thing. Yeah. I think part of the other problem is that because of the success of The Mandalorian, because and that was a much edgier show where they did yes. take risks and it expanded the Star Wars world in ways and places that you've never seen before. Uh, and because that became a success, they said, whoa, now we we were they were trying to capture magic in a bottle again. But they didn't I don't think they've necessarily known where to go with it. So they're leaning back on what they've already done and saying, let's. Let's just kind of mine this and just pull those people in with, with what we have. And, and and like the the whole story itself, the actual six episodes, this is a it's a small show. Yeah. You, you it's know, a movie you, broken up into six parts. It's not a show. Also, no offense. I thought this looked the cheapest out of all. the. It did. Uh, I agree I, with you. I disagree. I think Boba Fett looked much cheaper than this. Oh, really? See, I thought it at least had more makeups. It had more. It. It. Boba Fett only took place in one location, I, but this, this at least seemed, took it to a couple of different places. This seemed more Star Trek to me, especially the siege. Yes, I I I, I know what Brian's saying here. Where they do that siege, an episode, I think it's five. Yeah. When finally Reva that tries. Felt small. To, it it looks cheap. It looks cheap, and like I I don't know. At the end of Star Wars: A New Hope, where there's an epic. This had none of that. This was this was a small story that that didn't really go anywhere. But you're it, supposed to cheer at the end that you saw Qui Gon Jinn. I don't care about Qui Gon Jinn. Yeah, that but doesn't that's matter. A and thing. also, that's also a what thing. I well, well, the Force ghosts in general. I guess there there is this feeling among some that I always thought Force ghosts or Force, you know, that was the lamest thing ever. Like you know, Ben Kenobi in the original Star Wars talking to Luke at the end. Oh, okay. Wow. See, I love that, but I uh, <sighs> but that but that that worked for me. But By not the way, all the was stuff. so mad that he had to come back to do that. Well, stuff. Also, That's let's be honest. I, 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 I think the silly. guy's a great actor. I I don't care that you and McGregor was Obi-Wan. I don't even think it was people are saying they cried. They did this. They the emotion slices. I don't know. I thought it was OK. It just, well, that goes to Matt's point that, the yeah, it's nice to see. I mean, I like that that, that, that uh, McGregor got, got another shot. I mean, Christian, whatever his name Hayden is, Crit- Hayden Christensen, who's great in uh What's the glass? Shattered, shattered glass. glass. Shattered yeah, glass. Um, he was very good in that. I mean, I, I feel I, it does like uh, it was nice to see those actors get a second chance to to play those parts. Yes. I'm not going to. But uh, the thing is, like, it has fundamental flaws. It there's if you look at Kenobi himself as a character, his arc is confusing. It's all over the place. It's like been so long since we've spent time with Kenobi, right? Going back to episode one and we see him and he's sort of this dude who's essentially renounced his faith, right? Because he's, he's, he's not doing the, the force anymore to the point where he is indirectly responsible for the death of a Jedi, right? The dude that, what, co-wrote and co-directed Uncut Gems, right? That was sort of... Oh, yeah. Kenobi's... Is that who that was? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, uh, that was one of the Safety Safety brothers. brothers. Yep. I did not know that. Yeah, Brian pointed it out later. I didn't I didn't notice it at first either. So like so you you've got this intro, oh where is this show going? It's a fascinating start. It's like Clint Eastwood in Unforgiven. You know, he's the old gunslinger who's renounced his ways, but whoa, if he if he gets back in, forget about it, you know? Like I thought that's where it was going to go. It's it's Tim Blake Nelson in Old Henry, right? The retired gunslinger who has to come out for another fight. But it abandons that concept 
almost instantly yeah. by introducing a child, Princess Leia. But also and a it, child we know. That's the yeah. other who's going like to live. Not yeah, yeah. Like th- right. that was. I so don't there's understand. no suspense, and and then the whole thing is okay. There was all this. I, I said right off the bat, Riva. I thought that was the least intimidating villain, especially when you had the other Inquisitors there. She was the least compelling of all those. Inquisitors. By the way, there was no mystery for me about who she was. It was very obvious yeah. to me that that she was one of the the Padawan kids in the temple when uh, Order sixty six went down. Yeah, and I don't get her whole. I mean, there's the again. If you haven't watched the show, don't listen to this. But the whole spoiler thing, where the whole twist, where she's like, "Oh, actually, I want to kill Darth Vader." Yeah. Didn't make a lot of sense to me. And because, then she well, tries to kill this. Luke Skywalker. Why? Yeah. That was the, I didn't yeah. get that at all. It totally I, lost me. After she's like, it was so bizarre. Okay, so she's gonna her whole plan. So she's been a bad guy, right? So she's been witness to all these massacres for the last whatever ten years and participating in massacres. Yes. Too. Yeah, that's what was that yeah, true? Because I was like, number Wait a three, unless you did something, you know what I mean? You had to have right. You know, but, she's but the that, one that kills the safety brother. Yeah. That that was and that was only because. She wanted this. She was waiting for this moment to stab Darth Vader in the back. Like it, it was. It made. That's a fatal flaw in storytelling. That's well, bad storytelling. I, I could. I could see the logic in terms of of Star Wars. You know, good side, bad side, where your hate will burn you up so badly that that you will do you become a moron things to 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 get your way. But that to, was to her. Her overall revenge. plan seemed to be it was non-existent. Flawed. Yeah, didn't make any sense. And not only that, okay, so let's talk about episode five because I thought that was the one where it, it totally lost me. Where uh, so Kenobi and uh, and the people are basically under siege, right? And Reva shows up, and they've got the metal doors, just like in the Mandalorian, where uh, what's his name, the Breaking Bad dude shows up again. There we have these big metal doors yeah. they can't get by, and so they're gonna they're gonna cut them down. Except the lightsaber sh- can. The yes, lightsaber the just goes right through it like butter, but. Meanwhile, Darth Vader, who in the episode previous or maybe two episodes, like killed a whole town by, by I think, expelling air out of his butt. I don't know what that was. I really they, like that scene. But 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 my point being, they keep him up at the ship. They let's yeah. we're gonna bring these guns down. We let's have see if the we guy can, you want. Quartered you've got right you've there. got the nuclear weapon up on the ship. But they're like, nah, let's not let's let's talk and, and let's try to shoot this metal door down. It, it made no sense because then they bring Darth Vader down. And what does he do? He snaps his fingers and he opens all the doors. And then and then I, I, this was I thought this was a cool scene. So then Obi-Wan Kenobi and all these people, they're on a ship and the ship goes to take off. And Darth Vader stops it by using the dark side of the force and is able to to defy gravity, to defy physics. He brings the ship back down. Oh, they were in another ship 60 feet away and were able to just, they just took off. Well, like, you didn't, you what? Didn't and then Obi-Wan that? is on that ship. And then he leaves, he, so Obi-Wan, after he knows that Reva, her plan is to kill Darth Vader, he decides, all right, good luck. I'm getting on the ship and take it off, lady. I'll see you later. That was terrible storytelling. This <laughs> show way, is awful. Him pulling down the ship with the forces uh, is a reference to a, a PlayStation 2 video game. I thought I saw that in like, uh, I thought that was, it looked familiar to me. I thought it was in Rebels or something like that. But but again, that being said, I, who cares? You know what I mean? It was, does anybody, was anybody like just, was your mind blown by that? No, Darth Vader again. is the dumbest. He's, he, 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 he's the most powerful villain in the universe. 
but they were able to just prank him essentially. But I thought it was even worse that in the beginning, in that whole other episode, that episode is when they're having that whole fight when they're normal, like from part oh, whatever, killing me. Which is just a, that scene is a callback to that. Like, hey, you're not, you never look at the other. Angle. I'm tricky. Yeah. So like. It was just so I'm a bad, bad boy that, that they do it Ugh. twice. But again, it's just ruining Darth Vader. Right. Darth Vader shouldn't be in there. The, the yeah. story should be about like Obi-Wan Kenobi is on the run from the Inquisitors and like an Unforgiven. And I'm he's glad just, you mentioned the Inquisitors. They're trying because... to get him. They're trying to kill him. And they push him to the point where it's like uh, Obi-Wan has no no choice but to suit <laughs> up, to get out the lightsaber and start fighting again. Have Darth Vader show up at the very end. But you know, and keep, the same thing. It yeah. Yeah. Episode, what was it? Episode two? He's like, oh, by the way, Anakin's still alive. And they do this whole thing where it's like, so so what they substitute for Obi-Wan's story arc is it becomes about Obi-Wan accepting and dealing with and processing the trauma from his best friend and student going over to the dark side and whether that is his fault or not which is like come on you know it's not his we know going in it's, not, it's his not his fault. fault and that was the whole dramatic arc instead but of making also, him like a guy who's questioning his faith and and then has to resort to fighting again get, i just didn't getting get back to the inquisitors i'm glad you brought that All up right. cuz like my point earlier about the mandalorian about how it expanded the lore of of the world that's what I want to see. Give me that show about the Inquisitors hunting this guy down. I don't need Darth Vader for that. Give me, I mean, even though the Inquisitors are, are from the couple of the animated series, give me more of that. Yeah. Like you've never seen that before in live give action. Me the world That's I interesting. Don't know. That, give that, me the world I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And they were legitimately like, they were just, and, and the thing about Star Wars, it's magic is that it can have a character show up and just by its look, his or her look, be iconic and you immediately buy it you know what i mean that's what made boba fett great that's what even that uh, the lee van cleef guy from uh, the end of uh, the boba fett show whatever yeah, his name was guy. yeah yeah um um it's on the to my tongue right now Cletus, we'll call him Cletus. <laughs> let's call him lee van cleef but you know what i'm saying yeah and they Cad had Bain. that the, Cad Bain. yes Cad Bain. so so they have that in these inquisitors and they just they disappear they're literally out of the show I don't understand how I don't like why couldn't he have I'm getting angry I've saved like a one of those I mean it could have been one of those Jedi's from that massacre again also what do you mean wait you lost me there what like, could have been I, what like why why couldn't Obi-Wan be that journey a journey somewhere else other than bringing us to Darth Vader and Princess Leia and Luke Skywalker I don't need to see that because here's the thing when that ends if this is the only episode when we only when, season yeah if the whatever only season um, and we see Obi-Wan at the end. He doesn't match the Obi-Wan we see. No, he, it, it's a rough 10 years well, from now. It, but it's also to go like, from Ewan McGregor to, to Alec Guinness. But to become that hermit, to become yeah. that hermit. He hasn't even yeah. motivated. Yeah, right. It, what, I thought it was going to be about what motivated him to become a hermit. By the end, he's all happy. He's like, why would he go well, on to be a I'm hermit? Saying. Why wouldn't he just, he, hey, he, he defeated the Empire once again. And the only other thing that really was kind of canon breaking is that, you know, he does meet Luke Skywalker and gives him the toy. So then you would figure 10 years from now when the original Star Wars comes out, like 
when Luke Skywalker's like, hey, don't I know you? Aren't you the one that gave me the toy? Well, that's my point. Like, mm. that, it ruins all of this for Yeah, me. you didn't like, need Luke Skywalker. It should have been about Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, Obi-Wan? The, like the beginning of Rogue One, where you meet the dude who's on the run. It should have been like, yeah. you know, he's underground. What, what was the underground keeping? I mean, there was some like, yeah, okay, so there's an underground railroad, essentially, of people helping Jedi. Which well, I liked. Make, I liked that, that idea. Make that the Obi- show. Yeah. I don't need Princess Leah doing a 1980s sassy also, sitcom kid thing. Can, Nobody asked for that. And I get it's cool, but can we stop doing cameos in all Star Wars movies? Oh, this one was bad. Yeah, with the guy from the Internals in Silicon Valley. Yeah, and I, and, and, and I love him. I love him. But Funny that's guy. I associate him with too much. They've done it in the past in all these other shows. I agree. Like, that was the beauty of Star Wars. We didn't know anyone. Yeah. And and the story and the fantasy and the imagination, the world is what we all enjoyed. It, you know, come on, man. Can we talk about Flea for a second? Because that was way distracting but yeah. for me. Exactly. Exactly. Because Listen, I just kept thinking about him in, in Big Lebowski as the nihilist and like saying, we believe in nothing, Kenobi. <laughs> yeah, it was. Those universes are connected. That'll be in the multiverse coming and, and, out on Paramount+. Plus. And again, it's I will keep giving Star Wars a chance. Right. Oh, yeah. Like because of our age and who I am. And there's never, me. I'm going to say this there's never not going to be a Star Wars show that I'm going to see. I'm always going to see every Star Wars show. But I'm going to be critical because I don't understand yeah. why it can't be Goodfellas in space. Yeah. And like, and don't tell me, oh, I like my this and yeah. I like my that. I like good storytelling. And maybe. Because I was nine, Star Wars was great storytelling. But you're you're on the Star Wars level of star storytelling. You're you have the Mandalorian is good Star it Wars. It did it, yeah. The Mandalorian did it, which the, the, I don't the, get how it happened. But the, the these because it was had, about new stuff. That's why and it wasn't about influence. the callbacks. But they also and they have, have the Western influence, samurai stuff. These yeah. guys have to grow up too and realize we don't need all this old stuff. It doesn't have to appeal to everyone because I'm no. telling you, kids today rather watch Stranger Things, yes, which is more adult, more violent, My scarier. My nephew does not watch this either. Right. And it, what your nephew, I know for a fact, he's watching anime. He's watching uh, yeah. Naruto or whatever, yeah. whatever the heck that is. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Which is way more violent and way more uh, complicated and, and than he freaking doesn't, Kenobi. Listen, I, we watched, we've been watching other like horror movies. He does not go back to Star Wars. Yep. Same I thing do in my have house. high hopes for the Cassian Andor show, though, because it is, uh, you know, from that sort of Rogue One vibe, and it's actually being done by the same guy that did that, Tony Gilroy. So I, I think tonally it's going to be the same, and I think you're going to get a, a bit more of an adult uh, story as you did in Rogue One. And, uh, and At least that's my hope. And, and, and again, Rogue One is one of those standouts as well as the yeah, Rogue One's great. Yeah, because yeah. it it does go into an atmosphere, uh, an area that we. Never saw it before, with, but you didn't see it exactly. You're familiar, but you don't know it. Yeah. And like, again, I'll just repeat this. Like, if you're going to make a show uh, streaming today, you got to you got to do better. There's so much well, choices. There's so much good. I don't I don't want to say there's good TV, but there's so many good shows out there. Well, that's what get going back to my point about, you know, the, the summer streaming blockbuster shows. The bar has been set. And it's high. I haven't watched the new season of Umbrella Academy yet. I've enjoyed the, the first couple of seasons, but I bet I'm going to enjoy it more than I enjoyed Kenobi. I mean, I, that's just a guess. Well, but Also, uh, Kenobi was a ripoff because half the episodes were like not even like oh, 39 minutes, 40 minutes. Like, give me 
Like it's Star well, Wars. Spend well, that's the money. what I meant by this is this was a three hour, three and a half hour movie broken up into six parts. This was not a show. Yeah, this was not. Yeah. And, and it would have been, I think, better, maybe a better movie, because, again, yeah. this irritated the heck out of me because I'm, I'm dealing with this with the boys because I am watching it like the day it comes out. Yep. So it gets frustrating when you have to do that. But uh, especially when they put like three up right at once. And like, I don't know, like uh, if we weren't doing this podcast, I would not have rushed to watch. It's not appointment you know, viewing. Yeah. Yeah. It's not and I just wish they just for this type of thing, just put it all at once. In the beginning, yeah. you know, because I, I was just you know, kind of hyped for a new Star Wars show. The first two weeks was appointment viewing, but then the shine wore off very quickly. <sighs> One thing I wanted to read, there was a lot. I thought of Darth Vader being a James Bond villain to a certain, certain extent. Here's how I'm going to kill you, Mr. Bond. First, I will drop you. What'd you say? In his own like special castle secret bad guy lair. Yeah, the other thing, he buries a guy in dirt and then like just walks away. Well, like, here, here, this is from The Ringer. That's the exact point I'm going to bring up. This is from The Ringer review of the show, which was basically saying what we're saying. Uh, to recap, between the second episode and the finale, Reva failed to finish off the Grand Inquisitor. The Grand Inquisitor and Vader failed to finish off Reva again. Vader failed to finish off Obi-Wan twice. And now Obi-Wan fails to finish off Vader again. Some of those decisions were in, were excusable, but that's an awful lot of leaving mortal enemies alive. And like that's all I have I, to say. I agree I, with that, but it's even worse because... The Grand Inquisitor in the in the show Star Wars Rebels that takes place years later after this show, and the Grand Inquisitor is all over that first season. He dies in that show for real. So anybody who has seen that show already knew that, like when that happened, when she you know drove the the, the lightsaber through him, that that was not the end of that guy. I knew he was going to pop up in the in the final episode. And, and, so, like, and that guy was such a good villain. Even his lines were better. I, yeah, I don't. I I, uh, I was going to say, like, I, I I don't know. This show was a failure to me. The more I, I, I talk it, about like, it, the more I'm like, ugh. I'll still give poor. it a passing grade. See, to me, this was poor. It was poor because. Oh, it, let's do let's do letter grades like uh, like old time high school. Since uh, this is from our childhood. A, a B, C, D or D, F. D. A D. I'm going to go C. C. All I'm right. Go, yeah. I'll go C plus. I'll go a solid C, which would, that, that was my grade. So it's as good as I was in high school grade-wise, which is nothing to brag about. Kenobi. That's why I went to film school. Let's see. Is there anybody else we can insult before? Well, I will say, like, just to wrap this up, that, that that's all we have to say. Unless anyone well, wants to I can tell you about Doctor Strange if you really want to insult I haven't so. seen I, I, it yet. I, would, I think we got to do an episode on Doctor Yeah, Strange. I'll try to watch it this weekend, and, and maybe we can do it. Uh, that'll be our next episode. But it, I will say our... But, uh, Huh? I'm sorry. If we did do a Doctor Strange, all those guys that I insulted earlier, I really like you. And would one of you maybe give us a little like, tell us what come on our show and debate us or talk to us about Doctor Strange. I am. Although we talked by that, we mentioned uh, the new. Yeah, tell me how I didn't need to watch nine other things to understand Doctor Strange. Although uh, the, the the podcast that we're referring to, I think they also pointed well, out. I didn't the watch those nine inexplicable. Other things, so I have a lot of questions. Right, and as the other podcast said as well, but. Our last episode, we did, again, the tier list of HBO shows from 1997 on. And there it's the most feedback we've ever gotten for an episode. So thanks to everybody who added me on Twitter. I also put a uh, – I'm in a Facebook group that uh, that is dedicated to The Wire. 
I just joined it like three. It's the funniest thing uh, on Facebook. It's like this private group and it's just people posting like memes and just random dialogue from the wire all day. So I did post our, uh, the image of our, of our tier list. And it was like 20 comments of everybody arguing over whatever. But I did point out, we, we unanimously decided the wire was the greatest show in the history of HBO. But a lot of people will, I got some, I got some love for saying uh, Deadwood and flight of the Concords. And I was able to throw you guys under the bus being like, look, I got voted down. So I was very appreciative of that. And uh, so I know we got to do that again with something else. It was a, yes. again, I'll go to the mattresses so. about flight of the Concords any day. I'd, do not like that show. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> well, you guys better st- stay again, out of stay I, out of this group. That's all I gotta say. And I'm just saying, The Wire deserves to be the, that is what every show is rated. So not every show could be as good. Wire did with Dead Sopranos can't be as good as The Wire. We'll, we'll go back. We'll go back and relitigate the uh, the whole thing. But anyway, that's the episode. My name is. For the uh, purposes of this broadcast, it's Carlos Danger, and that's Brian Spears. And keep an eye out on YouTube later this summer for the newest episode of Mondo Creepy and whatever movie they're playing. It's under wraps right now. But uh, that's Matt Masto. So thank you guys for having me on. Later. See ya. See ya.